This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Live Free Creative, an intentional podcast with practical tips for living your life on purpose. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I believe in creativity, adventure, curiosity, and the magic of small moments. I hope that every time you listen, you feel empowered and free to live the life that you want. Hello, welcome back to Live Free Creative Podcast. You're listening to episode 173. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson. And we have a fun episode today. I'm going to share a little bit about my new personal project, Four Before 40. As we jump into the episode, I want to remind you about the huge, exciting milestone that we are also celebrating right now. The Million Downloads Celebration Giveaway is in full effect right now. Up for grabs, I have two round-trip tickets anywhere in the United States, including Alaska and Hawaii. These are in partnership with Alaska Airlines, who has always been one of our favorite airlines to fly because of their attention to detail and the customer experience. They're such a wonderful airline, and they're so generous to donate these tickets to the winner, grand prize winner of the Million Downloads Celebration Giveaway. The second place prize is for two individuals. If you win second place, you get a free registration to Grown Up Summer Camp coming up this July in Newcastle, Virginia. Grown Up Summer Camp was one of my very favorite experiences of last year when I gathered 40 women together on the banks of the Bear River in Idaho and we spent days eating and creating and learning together, connecting together, going out and kayaking and canoeing and paddleboarding on the river, soaking in the hot springs, doing crafts together, watching the stars. It was an incredible experience. Everything that you imagine a grown-up summer camp would look like and more. As soon as it ended, I knew that it was something I would do again and found an incredible camp here in Virginia with amazing bunks and great hikes and a fun river float and a zip line and a campfire and amazing camp tunes. It's going to be so fun. And two second prize winners are going to be able to join us as a result of the contest. For third prize, I'm choosing five winners and I will send you an exclusive podcast prize pack that will include some of my favorite things, things I've included in Peaks of the Week, things that have been shared with our sponsors, and also 
some exclusive podcast merchandise that you will only be able to get as a result of this giveaway. So be very excited. There's a bunch of different ways to enter from subscribing to the podcast on any of your favorite podcast listening apps to sharing about the show and the giveaway on Instagram and tagging me, Live Free Miranda, to simply answering the question, which has been your favorite episode and why? All of those are available at livefreecreative.co slash giveaway. You can find the details there. I would encourage you to enter. And if you haven't yet shared on Instagram, that's one of the biggest and best ways to invite other people, your friends and family to listen to the show. If you don't have Instagram or don't want to share there, use this giveaway period to celebrate with me by telling your friends and family send them a text message write an email and include one of your favorite episodes i would love to have more people listening to this show and living into their most purposeful creative adventurous and intentional lifestyle so i want to invite you to join and celebrate with me and thank you so much for listening okay now let's get into the show it's been a little while since i shared about life lately We have settled into our new house to about 70%. That means that most of the boxes are gone, even if the contents were simply taken out and piled onto the floor. It is always amazing to me the amount of adjusting that happens in a new space, even a bigger space. We are a minimalist family. We declutter regularly as part of our routine. And still, because of the shift in spaces... There are things that I simply don't know what to do with yet. They had a great home in our old house and the configuration that we had there, and they don't have a home yet in our new house. So I'm trying to be really patient and allow us to sort of nestle in to some of the disarray while I'm establishing what might be the best system moving forward with the new spaces that we have. When we chose this house, we knew that we had about three specific projects we wanted to complete within the first couple months of moving in and that everything else would just wait for a little while, both because of budget and timeline and just not being exactly certain about some options yet. The three things we wanted to complete were to take out the carpet and replace it with a matching hardwood, to add a stove, a double oven gas stove to the kitchen, and to cut down the two-tiered island into one flat plane. As of right now, two out of the three are complete and the island will be installed in about one month. I went and chose out the quartz that we're gonna be using for the island already, the new countertop, and we just got out their books a couple weeks ago and they had such a wait that it won't be installed for a couple months. Having a couple clearly defined initial priorities has been really helpful for me because we're making progress consistent with our own priorities and there's something happening even though everything isn't happening at once. Other projects that we have in the sort of floating around brainstorm area are to tile one of the fireplaces with a cool tile. There will be a lot of painting, painting and wallpapering, Some rooms I am planning on painting just the trim and leaving the walls white. Some rooms I'd like to paint the walls a color and leave the trim white. Some rooms I have slated for wallpaper and I'm looking for the perfect one. Some I have the wallpaper and I'm just waiting for a time in my schedule that it makes sense. We've decided that we want to go room by room 
sort of like a one-room challenge, just a personal one-room challenge where we give one room about a month or six weeks of focus and budget to design, decorate, install, DIY, intentionally create the space the way that we want it to be and then we can relax on that one for a while and move on to the next that feels easier to me and more attainable than trying to do little projects around the entire house all at the same time I like being able to move the needle really clearly and sort of start and finish a space at least you know a phase of a space at once that brings me to just another note about life lately that It's a really interesting mental game when I'm a person who likes to complete projects. I like to start them and finish them. That one thing that's really helpful for me is to define for myself what complete looks like for now. So rather than having the far end, you know, five-year goal of a room figured out, I define what complete is going to look like for this week and get it to that point and I allow myself to celebrate and to relax and to check it off the list at each phase. So a good example is that all of my kids have their own rooms now and in order to get them settled into the very first sort of phase one level of settling, they each needed to have a bed and a dresser, somewhere to put their clothes, uh, their things, and somewhere to sleep. And because we went from two rooms to three, we were short a little bit of furniture. So our bunk bed luckily split in half. So we had sufficient beds, three beds, three rooms. We only had two dressers, however. And so we needed to add a dresser, which I did. And then I went room by room and had my baseline level of organization be that the clothes are put away in the dressers, the toys are put away either in a closet or on a bookshelf, the beds are made, they have space, each of them needed a nightlight, a couple of those little details. And the rooms aren't designed, they don't feel super homey yet, there's no art on any of the walls yet, we haven't painted, we haven't added rugs, we haven't done any of those sort of layers of intentionality that happen. And my baseline level of complete, I could check off. And I allow myself to say, it's okay that these rooms aren't all the way done because they're done to this defined line that I created and that feels really good. So life lately looks like a series of very small goals and milestones, allowing ourselves to be patient with the process, encouraging ourselves, I should say, to be patient with the process, to enjoy the things that are really fun about the house. I've lit so many fires. I think we've already had three fires in our wood burning fireplace. I figured out how to turn the gas fireplace on. And so we've had some fires in our gas fireplace. We have two fireplaces in this house. We're playing games around the dining table in the evenings. And I baked my first cake for a dinner party that we went to this weekend. Little by little, We're nestling in and nesting and feeling more settled and allowing ourselves the space to not feel all the way settled for a good amount of time. That's going to be okay. Other things happening in my life lately really quickly are that 
I am finishing my application for grad school. I've been talking about it for months. I know I hoped to finish it around Thanksgiving and then my essay needed some work and I sent it to a couple of friends to edit. And then we hit the holidays and house buying and traveling abroad and moving. And so here I am in February with an application due in March. My new goal is simply to have it turned in before the deadline of March 1st. For those of you who are curious, the program I'm applying to is at University of Pennsylvania. It's a Master's of Applied Positive Psychology program. The applications are due in March. The applicants who are accepted will find out in June, so I'll know either way if I am accepted or not in June. And if I'm accepted, I will begin full-time study in September. So I'll keep you updated on that. The last piece of life lately that I have to share is something that goes along with this week's episode. I turned 39 yesterday and I am beginning what feels like a downhill tunnel into my 40s. I'm excited about it. I'll share a little bit more about that in this episode about 40 before 40. To celebrate my birthday, after having canceled birthday trips for the last two years, I And fingers crossed, when you're listening to this, I'm on an airplane to Porto, Portugal. I saw really inexpensive tickets round trip to Porto. And it's a city that I visited once before for just a day. And I fell in love with. I thought if I could ever get a chance to come back, I would love to spend more time in Porto. With that thought in mind, when I saw really inexpensive tickets round trip from where we live to Porto, I jumped on them and booked myself a birthday trip. And hopefully... The stars have aligned for us to actually go and be able to just, we don't have a big itinerary. We're really just planning to wander around, explore on foot, duck into some cafes and get to know the city a little bit and also have some downtime just to relax and reconnect after what has been a really wild couple months. That, my friends, is life lately. Four before 40. This is my version of a very short-term, very minimal bucket list for this last year before my 40th birthday. I just turned 39. A couple weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, I started thinking about this sort of last runway before my 40th birthday. Now, I have to mention just right up front that I don't buy into a lot of the milestone necessities of life. In fact, I have a whole podcast episode about creating your own milestones, goals versus expectations, and how personal all of that is. I'll link that episode in the show notes. If you haven't listened to it, it's a really great podcast that defines sort of this idea of self-imposed deadlines and how they can sometimes be a little bit arbitrary and a little bit overwhelming and frustrating rather than beneficial if we don't think about them in the right mindset. So that will be in the show notes at livefreecreative.co slash podcast. Fast forward, I've been thinking about my 40th birthday. I know that it's not that big of a deal. And at the same time, it feels like a fun milestone. You you know, it's a, it's a big one. It feels like something that marks a the entrance into a new phase of life, whether or not that is actually physiologically, mentally, spiritually true, I don't know. I do feel a little bit encouraged and enthusiastic about the idea of using this finite period of time between my 39th and my 40th birthdays to 
create some very finite and specific experiences for myself. Goals, ideas, check marks on a bucket list. I don't know what to call them. I'm calling them my 40 before 40. I had some great answers a few weeks ago on Instagram when I asked people. I just simply said, I'm turning 39 in a couple weeks. I've been brainstorming a few fun ideas for this 40th year around the sun. Does anyone have any ideas for before 40 adventures or experiences? And I got some great answers. I wanted to share some of those with you. One woman mentioned to create a before 40 list with big and small things that I've never done before. I loved another woman said, take tap lessons, go on a solo trip, learn to swim the butterfly, do an Ironman. 40 good deeds to honor someone I love. I had lots of really specific ideas like hike the Incan Trail to Machu Picchu, do a marathon, take a hot air balloon ride. Someone said, I'm going to Japan on a ski trip for my 40th birthday. A couple people mentioned to do a rim-to-rim hike of the Grand Canyon. I thought that was interesting that that came up more than once. A hot air balloon rides and skydiving also came up more than once. I had someone say to learn a new song on a fun instrument. Kayaking is really fun, someone mentioned. Try axe throwing, a ropes course, or paintballs. A couple different people said do 40 hikes during this 40th year. I had a couple specific examples of hikes that people shared. Hiking the subway in Zion is so incredible. Hiking one of the 46 peaks in the Adirondacks. A couple people, I loved these answers, said, once you're 40, you stop caring about all of these little things. (laughs) Sort of like a, you won't need to do any of these goals or checklists once you turn 40 because you won't care that much about all of those results-oriented ideas. I had someone mention to read 40 books before I turn 40, make a list of 40 favorite songs from my life that would be really fun, kind of a memory for each year a list of 40 things that I've never tried, lots of really great examples and ideas. So I took into account these different ideas, the brainstorms from my community, along with a few things that I think will align with my own personal values and things that I am hoping to accomplish or or the direction that I'm hoping to head anyway, and came up with four before 40. So I have four somewhat simple things that I hope to add to all of the other things that I already like doing in this next year. Luckily, I feel like I don't need to make a whole lot of major shifts in my life. I already read a lot of books and go on a lot of hikes and try a lot of new things as part of just my baseline lifestyle. I am an adventurer. I love going out and doing and seeing and exploring and learning. In fact, I think I mentioned in a podcast a few years ago when my kids asked me about some of the things that I want to accomplish in my life, I started listing off things that I've already done. Write a book, speak another language, live in a different country, travel the world, learn to kayak, teach skiing and snowboarding. They said, you can't do that. You can't list things that you've already done. And I said, I think that that's okay. I think I can want to do things that I've already done and feel excited and enthusiastic about the life that I've already decided to live, that I'm already living. There's something really powerful in acknowledging where we're on the track that feels aligned with who we are and where we also could use a little bit of encouragement. So my four before 40 ideas are things that 
I want to accomplish because I feel like in the greater context of who I want to become, who I'm becoming, they help me point in that direction. The first one is pretty simple. I want to be able to do four strict pull-ups by my 40th birthday. I've mentioned on this show that a couple months ago, I started doing CrossFit at a local CrossFit gym. Shout out to CrossFit Addict with my husband, Dave. Dave's been doing it for several years and has told me time and time again how much I would love it. It's new and novel. Every time you go, the workout is pre-planned for you. It's an incredible community and it's a mix of gymnastics and weightlifting. So it kind of plays to some of my strengths. I grew up doing gymnastics. I'm really pretty flexible. I have pretty good balance. I'm fairly coordinated. And the weightlifting is something that feels really fun and different and interesting in part because I'm such a beginner. I have no idea what they're talking about. Sometimes it's like a whole new language. All the different lifts are like outside of my wheelhouse and I'm learning. It feels really fun to be learning something new. One of the skills that is kind of a baseline skill in CrossFit is doing a pull-up and not just a regular pull-up, a strict pull-up where you're not swinging around, you're not kicking your feet. I can do a couple pull-ups if I act like a frog on the way up there. These particular pull-ups are very slow, methodical, hollowed out body, just really in control the whole time. And right now I can do one, one strict pull-up and then I can't get up there again. So my goal is to do all of the other reinforcement exercises that will help me develop the strength to do four in a row of this particular type of pull-up. And I am so excited. I think it will be really fun and also help me develop different muscles, different strengths, different flexibilities as I work on that. And it's something that I'm going to have to work on outside of the regular workouts because although pull-ups are occasionally part of the workout itself, there's not a whole lot of space in the middle of the workout to be working on a particular skill. So I'm going to need to put in a little bit of time before or after or on separate days to do the different types of exercises that will help me get four strict pull-ups before my 40th birthday. So I will keep you updated on the progress for that. Number two on my four before 40 is that I want to contribute 40 volunteer hours in local community organizations in this next year. That evens out to about one hour a week in weeks that I'm not traveling because I'm often traveling during the year or a series of a couple longer volunteer events. I have wanted to be involved in a clear way in different community organizations since we moved to Richmond to the new city. And I've had a couple different chances to be involved in different ways. I still have yet to do anything really consistently in a way that I feel like I'm contributing something more than just kind of a one-off volunteer opportunity. My hope is that by dedicating these 40 hours, it feels like a little bit more robust, a little bit more intentional. I'm going to have to find somewhere to either volunteer regularly and get on sort of a rotation or be seeking out regular opportunities. This is one that I think is going to push me in the direction that I want to go in a meaningful way. I think it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. It's going to take some intention. I know that when I'm giving time to a specific organization, that's time and energy and resources that won't be going to another area of my life. And sometimes my life already feels full. 
when I stand back and take stock of the things that I'm involved in, I recognize that there's this piece missing that I feel called to do, which is to be more involved in my local community in sort of grassroots efforts to help with help fulfill needs that exist right now where I live. So I'm interested to see as I explore this where I'll be able to find something that feels really aligned, that uh, I can use my skill set to be of service, and that I can contribute in a way that's meaningful for the organization and for myself. Number three is that I'd like to learn to play three songs on the guitar. If you've been listening for a long time, you may remember that right when we moved to Richmond, I started taking guitar lessons. Learning to play the guitar has been something that I've wanted to do forever, and I also recognize that's a little bit of a vague goal. I've often said I want to learn to play the guitar. I already know how to play the guitar. I can play some chords. I can pick out a couple songs. So I decided for my 40 before 40, I wanted to refine that a little bit rather than just the general learn to play the guitar, which even people who know how how to play the guitar well may say, I want to learn to be better. I don't know how to play well. I'm going to learn to play four songs on the guitar that I would be comfortable playing around a campfire, pulling out and having people sing along with me as we do these basics. So I don't know what they are yet. I'm going to spend a little bit of time figuring that out, dust off the guitar and dedicate myself to one song per quarter over the next year. And the fourth, four before 40, I would like to spend four weekends camping out under the stars over this year. I know that doesn't maybe even seem like a lot. We go camping fairly frequently anyway. Although looking back, I think that we maybe went twice last year. So upping that to four feels like it will be a little bit of a stretch. It will also encourage me to be on top of planning ahead, getting prepared. We can't camp in all of the different seasons here, or at least it would be very uncomfortable and we wouldn't have all of the right supplies for winter camping. That means that I'm going to be, over the next few weeks even, planning when are we going camping, where do we want to go, what is that going to look like, who could we invite to come with us to make it even more fun, and make those adventures happen. Our family already has a really great culture of outdoor involvement. We hike and we kayak together and we go on walks fairly frequently. My kids are comfortable in the outdoors. They like going camping. We all love camping. Adding to that just a little bit, kind of upping the ante now that we're all, my kids are a little bit older, camping is much easier than it was when they were toddlers and babies, and we still did it then. I know that in order to continue to cultivate this culture of outdoor awareness and the love of nature in my children and in my family as a whole, one of the ways to do that is to spend more time in nature, and I think spending those times overnight where we're able to see the stars and wake up to the sunrise and observe the flora and fauna and all of the different lights of day and dusk is really powerful. So I'm excited to add four weekends under the stars to my four in 40. I decided to go with four before 40 rather than so many of the ideas that were so great, but that had 40 as the number. And I get that, of course, like 40 before 40 makes so much sense. 40 new things or 40 books or 40 hikes. 
I did decide to go with 40 volunteer hours, so I'm going to need to keep track of that. For some reason, adding so many different variables felt like it was more than I was going to be able to actually handle right now. Mentally, I couldn't wrap my mind around even coming up with 40 new things that I've never tried that I needed to then add to the calendar. So I just wanted to share that because I think sometimes what seems fun and what seems like it makes sense also as we start to play it out, I like knew going into it that if I had 40 different things that I wanted to accomplish over the next 52 weeks that I would probably not get there, where if I chose four, it was much more likely that I'd be able to dedicate the amount of time and energy necessary to make them meaningful and to accomplish them. So that's just kind of a fun, easy reminder to make sure that when you're setting goals and you're planning things that you want to accomplish, that there are things that make sense for you, for your lifestyle and for your season of life. Also, that they make sense in the overall context of your life. These are things that I tried to choose that will contribute in meaningful ways to other areas of my life, not only the one specific goal itself. And I tried to just to give you a little bit of sort of background, I tried to choose a couple different areas. So the pull-ups, you know, is a physical fitness thing. The volunteer hours feel more like a spiritual community-oriented relationships service thing. The songs on the guitar feels like a creative thing and a learning something new thing. And then the weekends under the stars feels like a family bonding Uh, connection to nature, connection to myself sort of thing. So I tried to span a few different areas that feel like they could use a little bit of encouragement and focus on those over the next year. I will check in from time to time and let you know how my pull-ups and songs and volunteering and camping is going. And I want to encourage you, even if you're not meeting a milestone birthday this year, that You think of a couple things, you know, now that we're through the resolutions of the new year and we're kind of settling into midway through February, just take some time to check in with yourself about what you'd like to accomplish this year, what would feel meaningful and fulfilling to encourage growth in the areas of your life where you could use a little bit of growth. Are there any things that feel like self-development that would be encouraging and hopeful for you? How can you add or take away from your current lifestyle in order to align more fully with the lifestyle that you hope for? That's my question for you to ponder and to think about. You don't have to have a milestone birthday or even a birthday at all to decide that you want to challenge yourself in a couple interesting ways in order to develop even further into the person who you'd like to be. That's all for today. I hope that you enjoyed those ideas about the 40 and 40 and my own personal resolutions for my four before 40. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. Don't forget to enter the giveaway. Oh my goodness, I'm going to choose winners. Well, actually the the app that I'm using will choose winners at the end of the giveaway and will let you know next weekend. So you have one more week to enter in all the different ways that are available and to share it with friends. And I hope that you win. Have a wonderful week. I'll chat with you next time. Bye-bye.
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.